0: You're listening to the Hudson Valley Region Podcast, an official podcast of the New York City Church of Christ, teaching and worshiping God in the beautiful New York State counties of Orange and Rockland. Jesus, in the midst of this sermon, he says a lot of things, but in this passage, he gives us three things to do, three things, three things for us to think about, and I want to lay them out here to you and I as we are entering into the new year. As we're about to start the new year and you're thinking about who you're going to be and what changes you're going to make and how you're going to be different and what goals you're going to set for yourself, here are three things that I like to encourage us, challenge us, inspire us to incorporate into our new year. First of all, ask. Ask, Jesus says. You know, one of the ways the Bible teaches that we ask, and maybe probably the way that we ask Is through prayer. This is a theme that we see all through the Bible. We see people asking in prayer. Asking in prayer. In 1 Samuel chapter 1. Hannah, the Bible says, asked in prayer for a son. And God gave her that son. 2 Kings chapter 6. Elijah, seeing the enemy coming, Elijah asked in prayer that God would strike the enemy army with blindness. And he did. This was asking in prayer, Daniel chapter six, there was an edict that was <clears throat> made over the whole land. And they said, hey, nobody gets to pray to anybody, but uh, to, nobody should be praying to God. That, that was that's sort of the edict. That was my version of the edict. <laughs> don't pray. That was what they said. All right. And so the Bible says in Daniel six that Daniel was found doing what asking God in prayer. This theme of asking and praying. First uh, Timothy chapter 5, widows are actually directed to find their fulfillment, to find strength by asking God in prayer. Colossians chapter 1, the Bible says Paul writes to the church there and he says, "Listen, I pray and ask continually for you, for the church to grow." So this whole idea of asking and praying is is all throughout the Bible. In fact, Jesus, right? Listen to what Jesus says about this topic. In Mark chapter 11, beginning of verse 22, he says, uh, Jesus says, have faith in God. Jesus answered, truly, I tell you, if anyone says to this mountain, go throw yourself into the sea and does not doubt in their heart, but believes that what they say will happen, it will be done for them. That's the words of Jesus. That's Jesus. I didn't make that up. That was Jesus. And then he goes on and then he says, Therefore I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. Again, Jesus saying, ask in prayer. And he says, and when you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive them. So that your Father in heaven may forgive you your sins. So my question for you and for me today as we go into the new year is this. What is your prayer plan for 2017? What is your prayer plan? How are you going to ask? What are you going to do? Maybe you're going to make a list, a list of, of people and things and colleagues or family members or neighbors or friends a list of things that you're going to commit yourself to ask and to pray about maybe you should take on an impossible prayer maybe something that that is just between you and the Lord and you know that 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 it's absolutely impossible unless the Lord gets involved and so you make a commitment to you and God that you're going to ask regularly every day go to god in prayer and ask ask maybe you're going to go on prayer walks maybe that's something that you need to add to your life where you go and you just walk and you talk to god by yourself with him and you ask ask jesus says and it will be given to you how are you going to ask this year seek he says and you will find. You know the Bible says a lot about seeking. It, it says there's a lot in the Bible about seeking. Specifically, it talks uh, about seeking God, seeking after God, seeking truth. Second Corinthians or uh, Second Chronicles, I'm sorry, fifteen verse twelve talks about how seeking God is a decision that we make. It's not something you stumble into. It's a decision you make. It's a conscious effort. In fact, these people in 2 Chronicles 15, they made a covenant to seek God with all of their heart and all of their soul. I mean, you don't do it by accident. You have to seek. Psalm 10 verse 4 teaches us that it is our arrogance and our pride that keeps us or prevents us from seeking God. Psalm 14, verse 2, the Bible teaches that God is actually seeking seekers, right? That God is searching. It says he's looking down, looking for people who are seeking. God's looking. God is seeking seekers. Acts 17, verse 27, even talks about how God orchestrates events and circumstances. Why? So that we might seek him and reach out. For him, Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6 actually teaches us that God rewards those. He rewards those who earnestly seek him. This whole idea of seeking is all throughout the Bible. There's a great example of seeking that I want to read to you in Acts chapter 17. Acts 17 verse 10 and 11, it says, As soon as it was night, The believers sent Paul and Silas away to Berea. On arriving there, they went to the Jewish synagogue. Now the Berean Jews were of more noble character than those in Thessalonica. For they received the message with great eagerness and examined the scriptures every day to see if what Paul said was true. This is seeking. The Bible is talking about how Paul was traveling from city to city and teaching people about God. And he went from one city to the next city. And the the people in this city, it says, had more character. They were of more noble character. Because why? Why were they of more noble character than the last city? It's because they didn't just hear what he said. They actually went, and it says they, with great eagerness, they examined the scriptures every day. They eagerly examined every day the scriptures. Why? To see if what Paul said was true. Is this true? Let me look this up. I want to know. This is an example of seekers. How do you plan to seek in 2017? Yeah. What is your plan? <clears throat> what is your plan to seek? Maybe you need to make a Bible study plan. Yeah. Maybe you need to uh, make a decision that you're going to read a chapter every day, Right? day. I'm going to commit myself to reading a chapter of the Bible every day maybe you even want to set the goal and some of you i know have done this in the past you set a goal to read the whole bible in a year you can do that you can actually google that and they will give you a step-by-step day-by-day what you you got to read a lot all right you're going to have to cover some ground in order to do this but that might be your goal that's it that is seeking maybe you're going to make a decision that this year you're not going to just read the bible but you're going to memorize it That you're going to get little cards and write things out and keep it in your pocket or keep it on the refrigerator or something. And you're going to memorize scriptures. Maybe you make a decision this year that you're going to exhaust a topic. You're going to pick a topic like faith or love or hope or something of your choice. And you're going to read every single verse in the Bible on that topic. You're not going to do it in one day. You know, you're going to take some time. But that's a seeker eagerly examining the scriptures every day. If you are new, you're sitting here and this concept is brand new to you. You're like, oh my gosh, that sounds great. But where do I start? It's okay. We can help you. That's what we do. We will sit with you. The Bible is big. It's a big book. And it's quite frankly, quite overwhelming sometimes if you're just going to open it up and start reading. You need someone to guide you. You need someone to help you. And we can do that. We can teach you. So if you're new, we can help you. If you're old, this is still for you. If you're sitting there going, yeah, that's great for all those young people. Yeah, you too. Amen. Listen, you never need to stop being a seeker. No matter how old you are physically or how old you are in the faith, I don't care if you're still alive. You need to be a seeker. You you don't have it down. You need to learn and you need to study. And you need to look and you need to 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 open the Bible. And commit to seeking more of God's word. That's what's beautiful about God's word. Is that it just every I mean, I've been reading the Bible now for decades. And every time I read it, I learn new things. I read old things, things I've already known. Thank God for that, that, that I don't open it up and it's like, oh, a whole new book. No, it's the same book. The same principles are still there that I've been trying to build my life on for years. But there's new things I learn. There's new insights, new things about the about God that you see when you open up the scriptures. If you're new or if you're old, it doesn't matter. You and I got to be seekers. we got to be men and women who open up the Bible every day. How are you going to be a seeker in 2017? Ask, Jesus said, and it shall be given to you. Seek and you will find. And then he says, knock and the door will be opened knock and the door will be opened. What does that even mean knock and the door will be opened well clearly it's a metaphor right it's not a literal there's not a literal door somewhere that you should be knocking on but the point is this the point is is clear is that god is saying you take an action and this action can prompt an open door you step out And the door will open. An opportunity will open. But you gotta knock. You gotta take the action in order to see the open door. So, my question for you and I today is in 2017, what actions are we gonna take that will prompt an opening? What are the actions? What are we gonna do? How are we gonna knock this year? Maybe. You're going to decide this year to be more sacrificial in your financial giving. And you're going to open your treasures as they did in Matthew chapter 2, verse 11. Maybe you're going to decide to be more humble and let God influence you even more and change you. And you're going to open room for the Spirit as they did in Matthew 3, verse 16. Maybe you're going to declare the praises of God by opening your mouth, as they did in Luke chapter 1, verse 64. Maybe you're going to show mercy and love and kindness to somebody, and you will then open the prison doors and set people free from the things that keep them in bondage, as they did in Acts 16, verse 26. Maybe you're going to let down your defenses, and you're going to open your heart, as Paul calls them to do in 2 Corinthians 6. Verse eleven. Maybe like Paul, you're going to turn people from darkness this year and you're going to open their eyes to what it is that God has for them as they did in Acts 26 verse 18. What actions are you going to take in 2017 that is going to prompt an opening? How are you going to knock? What are you going to do when you knock? Jesus... Continues this passage there back in verse 9, 9 through 12. He says, Which of you, if your son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a snake? If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask? So, in everything, Do to others what you would have them do to you. For this sums up the law and the prophets. You know, I think the point here is this. God's not stingy. And neither should you be. You know, Jesus says, ask, seek, and knock. And then he he talks about how if, if you have a child and your child asks you for for a piece of bread because they're hungry, you're not going to give them a rock. you know. Or if you, they ask for fish, you're not going to give them a snake. Jesus is like, listen, you, you, know, you and I being evil, we know how to be good. Then how much more will God, who is good, give to us? God wants to bless us. He wants to answer the door. He wants us to seek. He wants us to ask. He wants to give to us. And so... It says here that we should treat other people as we would want to be treated. You know, that's the golden rule, right? You heard that before, the golden rule? The golden rule, do unto others as they have done. No, I'm sorry, I misquoted it. <laughs> I was, I was going to say, yeah, I, that's not what it says, is what I was going to say. Sorry, it slipped. It does not say, do unto others as they have done unto you. Thank you. Uh you. It says to do unto others as you would have them do to you. You know, in a moment we're going to take communion together and we have these cups. Uh, If you haven't gotten one, you can raise your hand. There's a little fruit of the vine in the cup and then a, a wafer on top. You raise your hand and the ushers can bring you one of these. These, this is something that we do because Jesus asked us to do this. Jesus asked us to remember him, to remember his sacrifice that he made for us. And, There's nobody that embodies this more than Jesus. There's nobody that embodies the golden rule of doing unto others as you would have them do to you than Jesus. Jesus didn't treat us the way we deserve, but instead Jesus treated us the way God wanted us to be treated, with love and kindness and sacrifice. Jesus came to this planet to die for us, to give up his life for us. So as we... Bow and as we pray, we're going to eat this and drink this in remembrance of Him, and remember the sacrifice that He made for us. Let's bow our heads together and pray. Thank you for listening to the Hudson Valley Region podcast. For more information about our ministry or to attend a church service, please visit our website at hvregion.com.